professionals sharing their knowledge, tips, and answers to common questions. It's Ask the Experts on 95.1 The Peak. And today we are talking with the folks from The Best You, and joining us is Megan Goodridge. And Megan, today's topic is something that uh, I certainly had to deal with as a teenager, thought I was done with it, but now that we've been wearing masks, I'm finding it coming back. Uh, This is very topical for me anyway. Megan, we are going to be talking about acne. That's right. Yeah. And uh, what you just described is happening to a lot of people. Yeah, I'm sure when you start putting the mask on and you start breathing in there and the bacteria that Mm -hmm. can get around. Mm -hmm. But there's a wide variety. Like there's not just one sort of case of acne. There's different kinds. Yeah, definitely. There's many different causes of acne, and it varies throughout our life as well. So um, like John mentioned, he had it maybe when he was a teenager, and mm-hmm. it's starting to come back. So, um, But there's, you know, hormonal, definitely, like, like when you're going through puberty and all right. that fun stuff. But then also uh, pregnancy, menopause, any sort of cha- hormonal changes in her body, um, bacteria as well. So maybe, you know, a dirty pillowcase or a dirty mask or, you know, touching our face, cell phones, lots of things like that, that where bacteria can get onto our skin. There's also diet. So a lot of people, um, especially teenagers, can actually have flare-ups of acne from dairy products. So that's something to think about. Um, And then additionally, like stress and medications, it's just any sort of change within our body, it can show up on our skin. So what do you say to, um, you know, to someone who's got some, some serious acne issues? Uh, because it's not just cosmetic, right? There, there could be some serious problems if, if unattended. Definitely, yeah. So, um, you know, we definitely like to look at the severity of the acne. And one of my first questions is, have you ever seen, seen a dermatologist or, you know, a skin specialist? Right. Um, if they haven't, that is my first recommendation. You know, we can do cosmetic stuff, but it's, if it's internal or there's something else happening, it's better to get that addressed before we do anything cosmetically. Is it true that you can tell uh, on a person's face where the acne pops up, whether it is from maybe uh, just not having the proper cleansing routine compared to it being something more hormonal? Yeah, typically, actually, the jaw chin area tends to be a hormonal spot, particularly on women more so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's usually a good indication if you know you're close to any cycles or any like again horm- hormonal monthly changes. It can show up in very specific areas, and month after month, you'll know that if that you know pimple pops up, you know what's about to happen. Now, besides just. Uh you know, at night putting toothpaste on my face <laughs> if a pimple does Don't pop tell up. Me that. And, <laughs> Don't and apparently that. white toothpaste. <laughs> and yeah, and what, obviously that's not necessarily the best way to be taking care of my skin. Right. Yeah, there's definitely um, specific products that we recommend. Um, Again, depending on the type of acne or the severity, um, one of the best ingredients for acne is salicylic acid Um, and even doing spot treatments. So it's not drying out the entirety of the face, but just specific spots. Um, And then, you know, a lot of people, when they have acne, they think, I have to dry it out. I have to dry it out. But that's really not the case. You want to hydrate the rest of the skin because some people actually get acne because their skin is so dry it doesn't it's like things are getting trapped under the dry skin so it's a really it's a delicate balance there's a difference between oily skin and hydrated skin and what about um when when it's so bad that you end up um getting the scarring 
uh, pigmentation. Mm-hmm. Is that because we are, you know, picking at it too much or is it actually just the type of acne? So, yeah, it's, it's, lots of times it can depend on the depth or how large that, that spot was. Um, there's a few different types of scarring you can get. So you can get um, what we call post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. So those are those red kind of purpley colored lesions that are left for a couple months after. And they can actually last up to six months after a pimple. And those will remedy on their own. It just takes a while. Mm. Um, and then there are you know, not necessarily from picking, but you can actually get like textural changes like pock marks, or we call them ice pick scars, where they're very narrow, you know, small channels into the skin. Um, and there are treatments to rectify those issues as well. Something like microneedling, where you're actually kind of creating a little bit of damage in the skin so that it's stimulated to repair itself if it gets to that point. But our biggest issue is we have to control the acne before we can get to fixing the acne scarring that's happened from that. And the changes um, and ways that you can treat have really evolved. <laughs> evolved over the years. I I remember having a a friend who, it was almost like she was having to take off a lot of layers of her whole entire Mm -hmm. skin and always looked like red and irritated. But that's not necessarily the way it needs to go. No, definitely not. You know, like I mentioned, um, you can see a dermatologist, you can be put on an oral, um, something like Accutane um, to help to clear up your skin. Um, And then there's other things like even chemical peels that just kind of help to remove the bacteria to kind of slough off that skin, um, as well as some things, some things more invasive once you're trying to um, correct, you know, acne scarring, like more in-depth laser treatments and things like that. But there's, yeah, there's lots of options. And, um, you know, sometimes if you can get it under control with, you know, a medication or more intensive treatments, then from there, you can just maintain with home care products in some cases. What are you suggesting to people who are, uh, you know, kind of like me, haven't had acne maybe ever or hadn't had it in in decades, Mm -hmm. who are now getting it because of the mask? Is there things we can do mask wearing wise to to limit or, or to mediate some of this issue? Definitely. Um, So obviously, um, cleaning your face in the morning, making sure you're not putting on the mask while you have any oily skin left Mm. over from the evening or from from waking up, changing your pillowcase too, obviously, like I mentioned previously, so that that oil isn't sitting on your skin. Um, And then obviously, we want to use disposable masks and change them often. And if you're already having an issue, um, I would recommend changing them even throughout the day, maybe at lunchtime, you put on a new one so that you're not having that oil sit against your face um, and, you know, give it a break whenever you can, if it's possible. Megan Goodridge is with The Best You. If folks want to find out more about some solutions to deal with acne or the results of acne, uh, what can, uh, where can they reach you? Yeah, so they can call our office, our Collingwood office at 705-445-1007 to book a consultation. You can also visit our website at thebestyou.com. Megan, thank you for joining us on Talk of the Town. Thank you. Ask the experts every Thursday morning on 95.1 The Peak. To listen to past shows or to send us your questions on a specific topic, visit our website at thepeakfm.com.